Pickaxe. Howdy folks, this episode of Dungeons and Randomness is brought to you by Jason Massey and myself, and obviously the lovely cast of DNR, but for the purposes of this ad, I'm going to focus on the two of us and a couple of the sideshows we do called Good Morning Theria and The Buffy Breakdown. Good Morning Theria is a talk show that some of you early adopters might remember used to be housed here on the DNR feed as a show where Jason and I kind of yabber on about comic books, fan culture, internet outrage, whatever else crosses our mind that week as well as read emails from listeners. And you may have believed that it had completely disappeared, but that is not the case. GMT is now in a new home, and if you search for Good Morning Theria in your podcast service of choice, you should be able to locate us and continue to enjoy our incessant rambling. And while you are doing that search, if it tickles your fancy, you might want to check out The Buffy Breakdown, a show where my sister Jamie Lee from Group B, our lovely DM Jason and myself are sitting down to discuss every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is a show near and dear to all of our hearts. We are just about out of season one now, and you have just enough time to catch up before the show actually starts getting good. Thank you so much for checking those out. Thank you doubly so for giving Dungeons & Randomness a listen right now. And without further delay, on with the show. Previously for Group C, after being ejected from the Oasis Casino and own a call, the group continued to help out Poe with odd jobs around the city, one of which was dealing with a group of old Overwatch sympathizers who had taken up residence at the Golden Circle Tavern. The old Overwatch members had been harassing people, and after the group got them arrested, they did battle in the arena with Gar as one more favor to Poe. The team won their bout, but sadly afterward, Kaluna decided that it was time to leave the group. They'd been getting a bad feeling about home and simply couldn't shake it. Deciding not to put the rest of the group in jeopardy, after saying goodbye, they left on a caravan heading north to the Silver Glade. Let's do that thing where we go around the table to introduce ourselves. I'm Jason, I'm the Dungeon Master, going around the table starting with Jasper. Oh, hey, this is Jasper. I play Merrick Ethelred, human cleric. And Lisa. Hey, I'm Lisa, and I play Elrath Beastinger, the halfling barbarian. And Zach. What's up? My name is Zach, and I play Avalon Bates, the human fighter. And Marie. Hi, guys. I'm Clara Urath-Dale, and she is a fighter half-drow. And Chipper Jane. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Jane. I play Ethany, the gnome bard. Yay! <laughs> How's that? I it very chipper. I'm I'm feeling it. It radiates through the microphone. Excellent. <laughs> Here's what I want to do. I want a little bit of time to pass. Not not much time. Like a, like a day, day and a half. So let's pick things up on the 28th of Yesti. Now, uh, Kaluna left on a little caravan heading out of Onakal, uh, heading north. 
So for the most part, they're going to be they're going to be safe because the caravans that head in and out of here are fairly regular uh, in that there's usually two to three going in any given time. And obviously it takes time to get through the desert, but these are expert uh, navigators that that pretty much know the safest route through the desert. Uh, obviously, they go out with plenty of food and water, and and they would probably be a lot more prepared for the journey than you guys were getting here. So that is is a worry that's pretty much off your plate at the moment. That being said, how would everyone be feeling? Again, it's it's like a like a day and a half later. It's it's midday somewhere in there. You guys are still kicking around the city, probably well rested. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Avalan would be feeling curious. He knows Kaluna is gone. He's not. He well, He's not. I don't think he was told the exact reason why, but he's curious to what happened. And he's also curious to explore the city a bit more. I think they've been cooped up for the for a couple days, trying to recover from the fight. So he kind of wants to explore. Yeah, that's uh, that's another thing. Is that. Uh... After the fight, obviously, there'd be tons of fanfare and stuff, and you guys would be fairly popular within the city. There'd probably be people asking questions about you. It's like, where did you come from? Why are you here? That that type of thing. It's like, are you are you here to fight in the arena full time? Are you... Because uh, you probably would have been spotted around the casino, and then in the Coliseum, and then just probably around town. So you're, you're starting to get a name for yourselves here. Marketing. <laughs> Famous. <laughs> like Zach said, it sounds like you guys want to kick around the city. What would be essentially? I guess I'm asking, like, what's the goal? Like, what do you what do you feel like doing right now? Hmm. Well, I can just. I mean, I think this is probably obvious, but Merrick is probably going to feel a little aimless um, and a little just off kilter uh, since Kaluna is gone. Um. Probably not you know, openly or outwardly distraught or anything like that, but just a little bit like, yeah, whatever, whatever you guys want to do, like, right. You know, probably just kind of looking for somebody to, to make the decisions a little bit. Right. Um, but yeah, exploring is, is probably, you know, just like, whatever, let's just hang out, see what's, what's in, in this place. LRF, would you want to go back to Poe and like kind of, tell him what's up and see if anything else strikes him as something we can help with? Yeah. Um, I feel like Elrod would want to check in with him and probably go back to the temple like a, at least once a day probably. Not to annoy anybody, but just to be like, hi, I'm here. And just like pay respects and stuff. But yeah, she would want to talk to Poe and just be like, hey, so what is up? What you got going? And you know what? Uh, I think this would be a really, a really interesting thing to do. <clears throat> um, LRF, do me a favor. Give me a flat D20 roll. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. I like that. Let's Oof. say it out loud. Somebody say it. Make it real. Say it. <laughs> say it. I rolled a net one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Okay. Here's what I would say. In the last in the last couple of days, like day and a half, somewhere in there, <laughs> I'd say you check in with Poe, and he would tell you, it's like, uh, yeah, everything's on fire. Uh, 
here's okay. what's going on. And there is everything from uh, minor burglaries to uh, to uh, larger scale stuff that they're still investigating. And that basically, every time you talk to him, let's say you talk to him two or three times a day, because there are problems that you guys could handle pretty effectively. You're a fairly large group of well-outfitted adventurers. And to be honest, when you walk into a city... I'd say 75% of the townspeople are people like bakers and just regular folks walking around in just plain clothes, right? So the five of you walking up to someone that, uh, you know, is, is, you know, being questioned in a burglar or something like that, you could probably solve that problem pretty quickly. Either like, hey, give back the stuff you took or... We suspect you of a crime, something like that. These are these are problems that you could solve pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a couple of like uh, mid tier crimes. So okay, there's this statue in uh, in Onakal that was erected to honor the Rasha Rasha Bar Knights. And Aww. yeah, it's it's a really it's a really nice thing. Uh, and someone someone kind of vandalized it a bit. What? And uh, that was uh, that 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 was a problem that was on your plate. I'd say that you probably within a few hours kind of figured out who did it and why. And the way I figured it, it's <laughs> remember the guys you dealt with in the bar. Oh yes, these guys have proved proven to be a nuisance just a, just a just a flat out nuisance they walked into town and they hate everyone they don't like that it's essentially an eladrin run city they don't like that it's that it's hot as hell they're basically in hiding and they're just very unhappy with the entire situation i would like you to do me a favor and i would like you to roll an investigation check one of you doesn't matter who uh, I would vote not LRF. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just have a plus two. I've got a plus three. Go for it. Okay. Right. I'll do it. I got a 13. Okay. Lucky 13, like everyone says. Yeah. <laughs> so, I would say that you guys piece together enough stuff that you, you not only track down the individuals who did this, but you can link them to the crime, right? There's, there's, there's enough evidence to support this. And as a result, they're going to be ejected from the city. Yes. Yay. And there was much rejoicing. Oh, man. They are Yay. completely irate about this, too. And uh, they are sent on their way. Bags packed with no caravan. <laughs> well, oh, they're being condemned to death. Okay. Yeah. Enjoy it. And that's, uh, that is a penalty in Onakal that it's like, yeah, we're not going to kill you. We're not going to hurt you or incarcerate you, but you have to leave. Good, goodbye. Good day, sir. Like, that's basically it. <laughs> You'll be dead by the end of the day. Right. That's, I mean, good luck. I guess here's, I'd fill up your canteens before you go. Like, that's. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. That's hardcore. That's a really harsh punishment. And, but you, yeah. okay. So to give you an idea about these guys, they, they have done the following since getting here. Harassing the local clientele, uh, harassing tourists, vandalizing public property. Uh, and on top of that, it has been suspected that they have stolen, uh, stolen things from 
uh, from either tourists or, or citizens, but they can't link them to that. They can't prove it, but it's like, okay, look, things have started going missing in the general vicinity of you guys since you've arrived. We know it's you, but we can't prove it. How many people are in this little this little group, by the way? I think they had six, right? Yeah. The, uh, if you're talking, oh, you're talking about the 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 old Overwatch dudes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, six. That's it. Just just asking. Mm. All right. Okay. Okay. Cool. So we're like, I don't know what we're like, but we help people. <laughs> we do things, and some of those things turn out to be good for people, and or. <laughs> And it's or like, and or death for others. <laughs> we're like Certain the sheriffs from Tombstone. Yeah, I was gonna say we're like little deputies. <laughs> yeah. Yay! We've we're good guys. Dead. They're dead. We're good guys. If you were to check in with Poe on the twenty eighth. About midday. I think he'd fill you in on all that. Like, okay, let's say that you guys have a have a spot that you meet, probably the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this is his, uh, office. Th- his office, basically. And because he knows you guys were kicked out of the casino, he's, <laughs> he's, he would probably meet you at the Golden Circle. Just like, hey, let's let's go. Let's go to the patio. Let's let's just chill out there. The, the sun's out, as it pretty much always is. And it, <laughs> it's, it's a nice. desert. You know, yeah. hey. it sucks. <laughs> and he'd have you guys meet uh, meet at a table and and have a seat. And uh, he would fill you guys in on everything that happened with that group, how they were, you know, drummed out of the city, they're gone, and that's thanks to you guys. So he'd probably start off with a big thank you. He would, after ordering a round of drinks for everybody, because you guys have helped him immensely since since coming to Onacall, he would uh, he would start by saying, "So I've been doing some thinking, and I think I might be taking off pretty soon." Oh, where are you going to go? Well, I was actually thinking about heading west and meeting up with an old friend. Why? And I'd say he's kind of like doing that thing where you you rub the condensation off your drink, just like fiddling with something, just, you know. (laughs) The last time we spoke, it didn't go so well. She's really busy, and it it pretty much devolved into us blaming each other and ourselves for for Brie. Are you going to go to Overdale? He's going to (laughs) nod. Yeah. Is it something we said or did? I mean, you've been here for a while. We get here and you're going to take off. Yeah, you seemed kind of settled. Well, that it, again, I appreciate all your help, but this this place has never felt like home. It's been a it's been a place to hide, to be honest. For a long time, I think I, I think I feel like I wasted a large part of my life, but, and he's going to look at Ellerath specifically. Maybe that isn't the case. 
it's it's been nice to talk to someone who just wants to help other folks just for the hell of it she's gonna kind of like give like a half smile because she's a little embarrassed just like no and he's gonna try and quickly change the subject (laughs) (laughs) so what about you 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 guys seem to be pretty settled here you setting up shop Clara's going to look over to Alarath and kind of her gaze is just as questioning like yeah what is the plan because in her head they're kind of done here and the only reason they've really stuck around is because Poe has been giving them these tasks. Um, yeah, I feel like Elrath would be looking right back at her and looking at everybody else because it was like, we came here to get her fixed, for lack of a better term, feeling better. And then we were helping out and now it's like, huh. Ethany's going to be looking at Elrath like, no let's not settle here (laughs) it's too hot (laughs) and Poe would uh, if there's just an exchange of looks (laughs) for the most part um, Poe would uh, Poe would probably interject they they always have something going on here so I'm sure that if you wanted to you could find pretty steady work Clara's going to make kind of a sound. Um, <laughs> just like right on the same boat as Ephany. It's hot here. The sun is always out. It's miserable for her. <laughs> I mean, the air conditioning's nice. Um, <laughs> the magic air conditioning. That's fucking cool as shit. But like. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck you. <laughs> What right. what does Avalon think, Avalon? Um, I think Avalon definitely during the exchange of looks. If no one else says anything, he's going to say, "Well, I don't think we have a purpose here anymore. We've cured Alarath. I think we have other problems elsewhere." Merrick's just kind of staring at his drink. And, you know, looking at everybody else as they're talking. He's just being really super quiet. And he'll he'll nod um, at Avalon. Just be like, yeah. Uh, in a way, this was kind of a of a detour, right? And really, it's as beautiful as it might be and as glamorous as it is. It's kind of the edge of the world. I don't know. Maybe there's stuff here, but I feel like Maybe there's stuff elsewhere, too, that we could do some good. They kind of seem to have it all, except for, you know, a statue being vandalized and a couple of, you know, petty thieves. I kind of feel like the Eladrin have it kind of under control, mostly. Maybe we could do more somewhere else. Poe's going to chime in. I had a feeling you might say that. Well, I have a couple of things for you, because you've been such a huge help. I wanted to try and repay that. He's going to take an envelope out of his out of his jacket pocket. And he's going to slide it over to Merrick. 
Uh, Merrick is going to stare at it for dramatic purposes for a few seconds. And then he's going to pick it up and still eyeing it. He's just going to sort of tap it on the table. He's just being super pensive. This is like super pensive Merrick time. And he's going to look up and look around at everybody's eyes and just sort of meet everybody's eyes just to see if anybody's do saying wants to say anything at all and he, and if not he's just going to shrug and then open up the envelope so in the in the envelope is going to be uh a few things printed on a piece of paper one is the name Yerman Hallbeck specifically archmage Yerman Hallbeck and this this person's location which is in Umanero and at the bottom of the at the bottom of the page, Poe's written all this down, and he goes into a very brief description that this archmage's main source of study is curing diseases and dabbling in curses. And he kind of gives you a look from the other side of the table, like I thought you might want to look into that. So <laughs> Merrick is going wow. to... Wow, uh, he just yeah. outed you in front of the group. No, he get like, it's it's fair. Like, okay, here's the thing. That's why it's printed on a piece of paper. Yeah, nobody's heard this oh, or seen this, right? Oh, it's Merrick. Oh, uh, that's, that's nice. He's nice. Yeah, totally. Um, Merrick is going to... He's going to realize that he didn't... He had not been breathing while he was reading that, like as he, as he sort of pieced it together. So he's going to, uh, Oh man, you're opening up so many cans of so many worms. Um, he's going to slip the paper back into the envelope and he's going to sort of lift it up and, and shake it a little bit. And he's going to go, uh, I, I really appreciate this. I I think I kind of needed I kind of needed that. So thanks. And he's uh he's he's going to kind of give you a half smile. Well, I've been sitting on that for a while. I I had to look into it for a friend. <sighs> so um when are you planning on like leaving? Well, I was thinking tomorrow. I'm wrapping things up with the council, and I gave him my notice already. And he's gonna he's gonna kind of touch his uh, his index finger to his head, like, "Oh, I just remembered something." Speaking of which, one of the higher ranking members of the council would like to speak with you if you want to take one more job. It would be outside the city, uh, my understanding, and uh, up north. Oh, okay. If like if LRS can look around, be like, okay. I mean, yeah, like qu- kind of questioning. Sure. And he'd hold up a hand. There's no pressure. It's. Uh, I think they're looking for someone to send a message. Hmm. Can't hurt to talk to anybody, right? I mean. I don't know. This is a question for you, Jason. Mm-hmm. 
I can't remember if this was discussed or if this was assumed or whatever. Are we getting any sort of compensation for the help that we're giving for Poe? Like, are we are we amassing any sort of like? Oh yes, spending money. <laughs> I can't remember if we talked. That about it. is something I wanted to talk about uh, toward the end of this conversation. But yes, uh, because of uh, firstly because of everything that you've done. One. Any debt that you had was wiped clean with the, the whole casino thing. All that's been smoothed over. Everything's fine. Um, for your work in uh, for your work in the arena, that was a huge, like a huge help to him and and all that. Each of you would be receiving one hundred gold. Ooh, nice. That ain't bad. Not at all. Okay, cool. I mean, I wasn't trying to be greedy, but I did no. want to make sure that we had something, you know. Just to, to show for it, yeah. Like it's, you, it, doing good deeds is nice, but getting a reward for some of that, it, you got to earn a living. I just wanted to make sure that if we go somewhere else, that we're not like homeless for the, <laughs> you know, the right. first couple of days, you know. So this is midday, right? Still, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, well, listen. If you're planning on leaving tomorrow, Merrick's going to be looking around. He's he's really tentatively saying all this because he's he just wants to see what everybody else is thinking. I mean, you know, safety in numbers, right? Do you feel like, could we at least sort of caravan together as we get out of this place? Can we hitch a ride, Poe? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, at least at least to the first fork, you know? And then after that, you know, we're, we're on our own, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, he would... It sucked uh, getting here. Right, yeah. yeah. I, that's, what I'm go- that's what I'm going for is, I really don't... Don't want to do that again like, please right. please and if you know what you're doing i, I want feel to like i feel like the look on his face would be like uh yeah of course that's suicide to go out into the <laughs> desert by yourself like, yeah, what kind we, of fucking moron would... we know that now we know that now <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah it would be almost a panic like yeah uh, d- duh yeah of course okay lrf's gonna like sit back relieved because that was kind of like what she was thinking too just like when are you leaving maybe right. we could go with you uh, okay so we are uh, on the same wavelength fantastic and uh, he would uh he would he would shake everyone's hands and and you know just wish you guys all the luck in in traveling you know wherever you're gonna go and he would say that if you you ever find yourself out by overdale stop in and and see him and liara and yeah. Uh, as he does that, though, as he would sort of be standing up, Merrick's going to lift um, lift whatever ale or beer or uh, probably like a, a, a cabernet that, he, that, that he'd be drinking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna lift it at, at, to, for it's for probably a just beer with spit in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's theory and cabernet. <laughs> well, because you ordered that, and then the bartender went. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, do you have a Cote de Rhone? Uh, something a little maybe Grenache? Do you have anything like a blend of any sort? <laughs> <laughs> I sure do. Turn around. No. Yeah, no, no, it's not even. It's like, here's your ale. <laughs> <laughs> Drink it. The whole group told Merrick to stop, and he was just like, no, 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 everyone has something good. <laughs> <laughs> your what? finest beer with spit in it, please. <laughs> Uh, he's going to lift it uh, in a toast, though, and he's going to say, hey, um, come on, everybody, one one last one last thing. And he's going to lift it up, and, and he's just going to look look at Poe. 
he's going to sort of gesture at the at the envelope too and with his eyes or you know just whatever and he's going to say um uh, no life is wasted no life is wasted poe here here um one more bit here poe would be drinking water which is probably the first time you've seen him drinking oh. water since hmm. you yeah I mean, that doesn't necessarily... Maybe he's just like, wow, I'm dehydrated. Right. I'm proud of him. But yeah, he's just uh, going through a rough patch right now, and it's probably nice to run into nice people just doing stuff for, for others, selflessly. It's, it's a good thing. So yeah, he would definitely... He would definitely toast to that. That's it. Um... Uh, presumably we got who we're supposed to talk to in the council oh yeah. if we wanted to okay yeah you are looking for someone named Jorvan Zareth that's a male Eladrin um, uh, one of the higher council members uh, been around for quite a while uh, he would have given you the location of this guy's office and, and all that stuff so a few questions for you guys you have that if you wanted to look into it uh, there's a caravan leaving tomorrow if you wanted to uh, to hitch a ride out of town. And then I guess my question would be, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? If you're just hitting the road, getting out and about, like, do you well, want to wait and see what the council member says? Do you want to? That's what I was going to say is the council member is probably going to decide where we go next. And then the letter will decide where we go after that. Sure. Does that sound right to everyone? Like, yeah. Because he said yeah. up north, which probably means bright portish, maybe, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. around that area, which is halfway to Onakal anyway. Um, uh, not Onakal, Umanyaro. Yeah. Wait, um, I want to make sure it's clear. Narek ha has not told anybody what's in that envelope. Not so yet. If anybody, right. Yeah, so if anybody wants to, wanted to be curious about that, or if you wanted to just say, like, whatever, just wanted to make sure you knew that that wasn't something. He just kept yeah, that to yeah. himself. He, he did read it and react right in front of us, right? Yep. Okay. Just it was sure. emotional. I feel like yeah. Clara would have seen that, like, oh, that's that's an emotional thing. Ew. And just, like, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Evelyn definitely tilted his head at it. Yeah. So we'll see. It, yeah. But, like, yeah, we'll see. I'm sure someone will ask eventually. I'm imagining that might happen, like, in the caravan. Oh, yeah. And I didn't mean you were supposed to. I just meant I wanted to make sure it was clear that Merrick didn't say, like, and also, here's what it says, everybody. It was, and also, it, uh, I'm cursed, by the way. Let's yeah. do this off screen because um, it's yeah. not an important <laughs> scene. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I would feel like everybody would, I mean, like, might as well go talk to the council. I mean, if we're going to be taken off, might as well get a little bit of, if if not, if not a little gold, then at least some karma, right? Hell, yeah. So we can do it. So, Onakal's layout is interesting in that you have the big glittering gem uh, that is the oasis kind of uh, taking up a lot of real estate. It, it looks pretty. It draws the eye. It is everything a great tourist trap is supposed to do. You have the streets littered with, you know, running water. It's, it's, it's a beautiful place. Though you can see where uh, a lot of the buildings in the in the lower quarter, let's call it, are 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 cramped. They're right up next to each other. You get like four, five, six people sharing a small like what the equivalent of like a one bedroom house would be. Like there's there's a poorer section of the city. 
But the section you guys are heading to, you would be marching right past that, and you would be going to a much more comfortable uh, part of the city. <laughs> uh, as you can imagine, with these council members and stuff like that, they're not living in poverty. So if you got here, this place would have a couple of uh, a couple of bouncers right outside the door to make sure that, you know, Riff Raff can't just walk in off the street. Uh, and they would ask you what you were doing here, and I imagine you'd, you'd tell them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they'd let you pass, they let you pass through, and there's this big open room. And there are a few, uh, a few Eladrin, uh, reading, and, and just, just being, when you walk in, this place has an air about it. There are a lot of nice books. There are a lot of soft furniture, like pillows stacked up and stuff. There's 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 the Eladrin reading. And next to one of them in the back, there are two humans fanning this Eladrin. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh-oh. Is he also eating grapes? No, no <laughs> grapes. Uh, but <Bed> grapes? <laughs> But uh, yeah, this is uh, kind of opulent for the for the area. Uh, so the, the long white hair. When you think Aladrin, this dude, it, very angular features to his face, razor sharp, pointy ears. Uh, you know, beautiful white and uh, white and red uh, with a little gold trim robes. Like just holy lord. And he would look up from what he's reading, paying no mind to the people fanning him. Uh, stand up and walk over to the group. Almost, almost floating, almost drifting. <laughs> Can I help you? In a slightly deeper voice than you kind of figured coming out of this guy, because he looks so elegant. Can I help you? He is very much looking down his nose at the lot of you, by the Aww. way. Mm. Oh, I want to kick him in the shins. Right oh, now. okay. So, Merrick, real quick. So, Merrick is going to... Uh, this is total s- sarcastic mocking, but he's going to do it in such a very subtle way. Mm. Um, hopefully. he <laughs> is. Go- do you know that thing that, that you can do that's a little of an exaggeration where you, you put your... your your fingers at your head, and you say "Good day to you, sir." Oh you yeah. Sort of like you like circle your fingers, you know. Oh yeah. He's gonna he's gonna do that and bow a little bit, and he's gonna say, <laughs> so he's gonna say, "Oh, uh, Councilman Zareth." He's he's taking the group in, taking special care to look at Clara. Uh... <laughs> Clara didn't take off her veil when she first came in. Mm-hmm. Like you can still tell, like her eyes are showing, but she's just like, I'm not dealing with this shit, and just right. <laughs> left her veil on. And uh, he's <laughs> oh, not disdain. It's just like, uh, fine, disgust. Yeah, just just kind of like I have to deal with you. Fine, right back at you, fella. <laughs> Yes. We were asked to to speak to you um, from uh, from Poe. Ah, Tutillo. 
Yes, uh, come in. You can have a seat if you like. Uh, presumably, we would all. <laughs> Pro- yeah. Plop right yeah, on as, down. Oh, as he says that, uh, Avalyn just walks past him to a the nearest seat. He's just, <laughs> he's just looking around in this wonderlust because I, I share there's there's something very nice hanging up on the walls. He's just kind of <laughs> looking at it, whatever it is. But he'll sit down for now. <laughs> Ebony's going to lean against Avalon's chair and keep her eyes on him. <laughs> and he's going to, when, when, she, when she does that, he's going to point to it like it's like an animal in a zoo. Like, just pointing at it, like, look at that. <laughs> yeah, this place would be decorated. Yeah, th- this place would be decorated to the hilt, too. Like, uh, imagine the best way I could put it is you know, people who go camping, but they call it glamping, and it's just all these creature comforts <laughs> that they shouldn't have out in the wilderness. You're in a desert city, and it, it's just, it is a beautifully decorated. Um, meticulously kept. It, it 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 sticks out when you walk in. It's like, whoa, okay. You got people fanning. It's just, it's too much. So, he's going to snap his fingers and signal to everyone else besides the people fanning him, leave us, and they're going to get up and hurriedly just to, like exit the tent, tented like area. They're they're just gonna go. He is going to very gently lower his body into the chair he was sitting in. Poe says that you have a knack for taking care of problems. Is this true? Uh, Is he speaking to anybody in particular? Is he looking at anyone? Is he transfixed with anybody in particular? Oh, man, he would be talking to like I mean he's addressing the group but uh, in the hierarchy humans float right in the middle like (laughs) obviously elves elves would be like yay let's let's talk to an elf if I can but humans are like you'll do (laughs) like you could take basic commands right (laughs) alright Like a really smart dog. Right. <sighs> I feel like Clara's gonna clam up. Like, as soon as she saw that he was, like, disgusted by her, she knew, like, oh, I'm not speaking during this. <laughs> not like she's not standoffish. She's just right. like, oh, I'm gonna shrink into the background because she's kind of. She's been out in the world long enough to know. It's just not worth it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Um,. Yeah, we uh, we fixed a few problems. Uh, seemed like we've done some some good here. Um, but uh, Poe says you might have something to be taken care of. Is that right? Quite. The fellow council members and I have reached a decision, and we're looking for someone to take our message north to Brightport. Do you think you could be able to do this for us? To take a message to Brightport. Merrick's going to look over at the rest of the group. And he's going to look a little bit panicked. And he's going to look back and say, I think so. (laughs) And almost before you say, I think so, 
Excellent. <laughs> Just like it was a no brainer. It's like you're gonna, yeah, you, yeah, of course, it's, yeah. And he has this uh, this rolled up scroll that he will hand over to Merrick. Please don't open it. I'll tell you what it says. We are officially severing ties with the city of Brightport, specifically the houses of Brightport. We will no longer be paying taxes. We will no longer be beholden to any of their wishes. We own the city outright. Oh, shit. Huh. And if you could deliver that message, that would be most helpful. Are there any rolls we could make to see how much each of us would know about the situation between Brightport and... Yeah. Give me a history. History? Oh, oh I'm good at history. Why not? <gasps> Holy okay. shit! Hey, 21 buddies. We're friends! Yeah, I know everything! <laughs> <laughs> With well, my four. Too. You've heard the word Brightport. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Avalan! Whoa. Oh, is like, I've heard of Brightport and know what a house is, so I have it all checked <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I got this. <laughs> okay, so Ephany, Clara, and Avalan would know the following. When Onikov was wiped off the map, with the, with the zombie stuff and all that, like, they, they, were, they, they were gone, the city basically started from scratch. Um, the houses of Brightport got together. Dragon Keep kind of sp spearheaded the idea, but the idea was to get that city going again and change it up. It was a beautiful city. We could do something new with it. It could be a trade destination, and we would get our money back from anything we invested over time. When the Aladrin hit the scene again, they had no place to live. They they were they were destitute. They had nothing. A hundred years had passed. The world had passed them by, and Dagon essentially pitched it uh to uh, <laughs> to Dragon Keep first, and then, you know, they 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 mixed it up. It's like, okay, well we need we need inhabitants for this new city, and it's it's gonna be slow going otherwise, so let the Eladrin live there, let them build it up, and let them, you know, help us build this tourist trap to to get people to visit and and you know naturally trade will trade will start as a result and all that right off the bat there were problems uh the Aladrin don't like taking orders and they don't feel beholden to anybody even even if they they were handed a city a beautiful new city all the muck and goo was cleaned out of it and they were basically handed a new place to live they don't feel like they owe anybody anything. They, they they basically feel like they were owed. It's like, yeah, well, you took our old city and ruined it. Of course you should give us a new city. That, that's how they feel. So right off the bat, there were problems. And it's pretty much escalated to the point you, you guys are at now where they're done. They're seceding from the ownership of Brightport, basically. Dang. Okay. Hmm. Um, well, how? So, uh... That's pretty bold, um, and of course, well deserved, uh, Councilman. Um, who should we be taking this to specifically? Well, I would imagine the houses. They're the ones who truly run that city. Clara's going to kind of glance up, and she's sitting with like her elbows on her knees, not doing anything to try to show respect. Which is a little bit weird for her because usually she does go out of her way to do that. But I think, you know, the, the glare from earlier soured her experience a little bit. Right. 
Shouldn't we have three copies then? He is going to narrow his eyes at Clara. (laughs) (sighs) I should have thought it beyond you to call a meeting and just share the news with them all at once. Very well, I can have a second and third draft given to you within the day. Will that be sufficient? She's the glory of a veil is that Clara can be smirking and it's okay. <laughs> but she'll just nod. He's going to lean forward. He's going to look uh, he's going to look dead at Clara. That's funny. I've already heard the stories of one drow, but you don't fit the description. It's just odd that we would have two in the city at once. You're not here to cause any trouble, are you? There'll be like two or three beats of silence. And she'll meet his eyes. Don't worry, I'll be leaving soon. He will uh, kind of disengage with Clara and and address the group. And, uh, and wave his hand. Of course, you'll be compensated for this. Uh, that's wonderful. Um, here's a question, Councilman. We'll be delivering these messages. Are you expecting a message in return? He's, uh, the, 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 he's, oh man, the look on his face is, is kind of like, almost like shaking his head. Like, why? Who cares? Just, but he's going to, he's going to respond. They can respond with anything they like. The simple fact of the matter is, this is happening, whether they like it or not. Mm. Do, do we need to fear any recriminations from delivering this message for you? <sighs> he's he's going to pause at that. I don't foresee anything happening to you. The, <laughs> the expression is, don't shoot the messenger, isn't it? It is indeed, and that had better not be the case. And she's going to have looked him dead in the eyes at that point. She doesn't. She doesn't care what he what she what he thinks of her. She's not bothered. Right. He's uh, at this point. It's he did not expect this many questions. He expected he expected to give you a task. <laughs> you take gold and go do it. That's it. That's like that is as far as he figured this conversation would go. He figured he'd be back to reading by now. Are there any other problems with my simple request? Uh, no problems. Uh, how much gold? He's going to... He's going to take out a pouch, and he's going to toss it at Merrick. <laughs> okay, Merrick's going to... I'm sure this is not what he would expect. Um, he would expect Merrick to take the pouch. Merrick is going to open the pouch. Mm-hmm. And start counting the gold. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, he's... His mouth is going to go slack. Like, that is the most uncouth <laughs> thing. He, that, it's just, it, Merrick is playing it like he's just curious. He's not He's not like, let me count this and make sure it's enough. It's just more like, oh, thank you. And he's going to start counting it. He's basically... This is what I think about all the time when I'm on my bicycle here in New York City. If somebody's behind me, not only like on a big road, I just mean wherever... If somebody's behind me and they honk, 
for me to get out of the way. I, 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 this never happens. I want it to happen. I want to just start going slower every time they honk. And if they honk one last time, I'm just going to stop in the middle of the road and just like, and just like tie my shoe or something like that. So this is that kind of thing. I'm just taunting this dude by counting the gold, not slowly, just fast enough. Again, mouth slack, just watching you. There's 250 gold there. I'll save you the trouble of counting so high. (laughs) Dick! (laughs) Merrick is going to audibly gasp and look at him and say, 250? Thank you, thank you. And and he's going to stand up and gesture for everybody to, to, to let's get out like like almost like I can't believe we've been graced with this. <laughs> and, and we should leave his presence. Heavily gets up immediately, follows the orders. Like he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> you can't tell it's sar- sarcasm. Right. So you guys are you're leaving this guy behind and you're you're heading back out to the streets here. There's a few things on your plate. There's this message to deliver. How would you how would you be feeling about the message? How do you think that's going to go if you did it? I mean, you took the money. Yeah. Slightly worried. No, I think I think they had it right. No one's going to shoot the messenger, so we're we'll be fine. No, I'm, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. We know people in Brightport. I feel like Clara's thought on it is like that's like way above my pay grade. Like I'll deliver the message and then the political shit is up to the political people. Mhm. At some point, Merrick would say, I, I'm i not saying we do this at all, but how much shit would it be for that dude if we just didn't give the message? Right? <laughs> you know? Like, what I would love to see do? him... Well, I'd love to see him livid and, like, not knowing what to say or do, but, okay, we'll deliver it. Well, you know, I'm not saying that, but... Uh, anything to just piss him off. Right. That that was beautiful in there, by the way, Merrick, with the with the counting the gold. Beautiful. Oh, anything to piss him off, I'm telling you. Uh-huh. Instant, instant hatred for this dude. But right. hey, you know what? It's fine. They want us to secede. They don't want to be part of this. I get it. That's fine. Uh and like you said, it's really not our um not our place for the political stuff. It's you know it's above above our pay grade. Two fifty though, right? Not bad. Pretty good. Yeah. So, what time of day would this be? Are, are we sort of like getting towards the end of the afternoon, maybe? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say this is later afternoon. Merrick's going to say, you know, anybody else hungry? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, I could eat. Because I have an idea. How about how about everybody go ahead and go back to the temple, and I'm going to go pick up some stuff. That's not suspicious at all. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone hungry? Cool. You guys go eat while I do something else. No. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Why don't you all head back to the temple? I. It's our last night. Uh... Uh, in Onokal. So it's been a while since I've been able to sort of put something together and maybe it wouldn't be such a bad thing to 
to do something nice for the temple as well. I mean, the reason we're here and the reason that we're all here, and he's going to look at Elrath, <laughs> is kind of because of them. Maybe I could uh, whip something up. What do you think? That'd be nice. All right. All right, it's on me. It's on me. Do you, do you want some help picking things up, though? Sure, yeah. I mean, got to get enough for a bunch of people, right? I mean, I want to make sure that there's enough for everybody. Clara will speak up. I think I might go try to figure out what this other drow is doing. Hmm. Fair. By, by herself, or...? She'll smile at it, at Elrath. You're welcome to join me. And she'll look back to Avalan and Ephany, too. I just want to make sure that he's not causing too much trouble. Avalan will nod. I'll help. Me too. So, sounds like... Split Merit the Ep- party! Yeah, let's do it! <laughs> what could go wrong? Oh boy. I mean, we're in town. Like, Yeah! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nothing bad ever happens in town. Sure, no, it'll be fun. Ever. Yeah. Now, it sounds like uh, uh, Merrick and Ephany are going to go pick up ingredients and, and, and prepare a lovely dinner, like for your last night, before you head out on the road again. Mm-hmm. Avalan, Clara, and Elrath are looking for that drow. Now, let's start. Let's start with Merrick and Ephany. Merrick, what were you trying to prepare here? What was the, uh, what's the ingredients list? Well, um, what Merrick would like to do is create a large batch of what in our world would be called cocovin, which is a chicken basically um, simmered in wine, uh, served over either, basically served over egg noodles. Hmm. And this would be something that would be easy to make a lot of for a lot of people, sort of... um, Basically, it's just, you know, like make a big thing of chicken soaking in wine and let it boil and boil and boil and boil and then make noodles. And then it could be basically the kind of thing where it's like you come up with your plate and it's like, you know, slop and then boom. (laughs) But it's still a a really um, delicious, delicious type dish. Gotcha. So that's basically it. Um, There would be some uh, whatever would be the equivalent of so like green beans or something like that that he would he would saute with uh, almonds, slivered almonds, and uh, balsamic reduction. Ooh. And you're trying to make enough for the party or the party and people at the temple. Party and people at the temple. Gotcha. Okay. Sweet. So so having I'm assuming that at the temple he would have probably sniffed out just out of sheer habit. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what their cooking situation is, you know, like what their deal is, just to make sure he would he would sort of get the right amount for what could be done in a kitchen there. Right. Uh, and kind of probably has an eye for about how many people would be around the temple. So it's not like for a, a ring out the bells and bring everybody from town there. It's just more like it's just something for everyone that's at the temple who's been so ever since everybody's been so nice and they've they've helped us um so much. Right, and it's it, they they probably eat fairly Spartan at the temple. Like it's not, uh, they 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 probably don't feast too often. Yeah, uh, and this is not quite feast level, but more like like a, a nice surprise of like a big hearty meal. Right. So you're probably getting like ten golden ingredients. Like it's it's like there's a there's probably a lot. Like it's a it's a good yeah. amount. And yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, okay, and oh, and and some, and he's going to pick up a, a, a several bottles of of 
some sort of, I want to say wine, but that's just my go-to, but something like a, like a sweet wine, right? Something that's a little bit special for an occasion. Right. Something celebratorial, something. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I like Maybe it. something with some bubbles in it. Yeah. So while you guys are working on that, let's catch up with uh, Clara, Avalan, and Elrath here. Do me a favor and roll a flat D20 for me, Clara. Okay. Whee! Ooh, an eight. So it's not going to take too much effort because probably, as far as you knew, you were the only drow in town. <laughs> this is a pretty, uh, it, it's just out of the way for, for drow, this, this particular location. It's, it's in direct sunlight constantly. It's, it's an Eladrin run city. There's no love loss between the Eladrin and either elves or, or especially drow. Uh, so yeah, there, it's just not a place that, that drow would probably frequent, but there is another drow in town. And I would say after about an hour of searching, uh, you are going to find her, uh, in, in the golden circle, actually. Did we ask people or did we just kind of wander until we found her? I'm imagining you asked, like you're, like you're right. pounding the pavement trying to look. It's like, Hey, um, have you heard? Cause, cause the way uh, the way the council the councilman was speaking was it's like oh I I've already heard about that so something's going on in town with this person. Mm -hmm. So do we have any clue like because we asked people and stuff do we know what this drow did to like? Have... Yes. Okay. Um. Essentially, she has been not harassing people, but she has been questioning. Uh. A, a lot of people just kind of stopping people specifically in bars, uh, back alleys, that type of thing. And, uh, she is clearly looking for someone and she has been, uh, questioning people right and left. She's, she's new in town, probably been here for, you know, three, four days, something like that, but, uh, definitely searching for someone. Okay. And you would find her in the bar all the way in the back, like the, I'm figuring this is dusk, right? So this this bar is uh, very well lit during the day. At night, they just kind of have lanterns going and stuff like that. And this is going to be a fairly darker portion of the... The darkest portion of the bar that she could find and just kind of scrolled away, feet kicked up on the table, uh, sitting back with a drink. Okay. I feel like after they've done some questioning and they kind of figured out what this drow wanted... Um, Clara kind of would have turned to the group at some point to say, like, it sounds like she needs help. Do you guys want to find her so that we can help her so that she stays out of trouble? That kind of thing. Sure. Evelyn would say yes. Cool. Because, like, in her head, she kind of already knew the drow probably wasn't actually causing trouble, but she's a little bit worried for their safety because, like, she has a group. Mm -hmm. And you guys have already stood up for her once. Like, she knows that no one's going to, you know... Do what those mean guys did in the bar, for instance. But Drow don't have a great history. So in the bar, once they spot this other Drow, Clara will just straight up approach her and do a little hail to let her know that she's the one that Clara's speaking to and just say, Hey there, um, sorry for intruding, but I've heard around town that you're looking for someone. Is there any way I can help? Um, and she'll motion to Evelyn and Elarath. Four people looking is probably better than one. Uh, she's going to sort of regard Clara and the, and the party. And then she's going to give this uh, almost a sarcastic like half bow. And while she does, she's going to take her feet off the table and uh, use her foot to slide out 
uh, a chair on the other side of the table. Have a seat. Clara will sit down. Yeah. So well then. Yeah. Uh, she is going to. She's going to speak up. Everyone takes a seat. Name's Glendra. Glendra. Mm-hmm. Clara will bow her head a little bit. I'm Clara. This is Elarath, and this is Avalan. Little wave. I gotta tell you, that is the nicest response I've gotten so far since uh, since getting Donna call. Appreciate it. She's gonna kind of hold up her drink. Oh. <laughs> Clara will kind of smile and shake her head. Yeah, I can understand that. To be completely honest, um, the way I heard about you was from one of the council members. Was talking about you harassing people. And her tone of voice makes it very clear, like, and I don't believe that. <laughs> she is going to smile, and then uh, when you say it's like, oh, I've heard about you from one of the council members, she's going to smile. When you get to the harassing part, she's going to just roll her eyes, like, of course, yeah. Um, to paint a picture, uh, this drow has uh, bright white hair that is pulled back into a ponytail, and uh, her skin is actually quite dark. Like, she's seen a lot of sun. Uh, not wearing a veil or anything like that. Actually uh, dressed in leathers, kind of, you know, uh, kind of lightly dressed for the area and being a drow. I've been inquiring around town. Uh, it's for my employer. But I haven't threatened anybody yet. And she's kind of smiling like the yet is supposed to be a joke. May I ask who your employer is? She is going to, uh, she's, she's going to stare. There's going to be a beat of silence staring at Clara. You mind if I ask who you are first? I don't usually divulge the name of my employers. Clara will shrug them. That's fair. I'm just a part of an adventuring party that's been helping out around town recently. We're actually taking off tomorrow. When I heard you were having trouble, I was a little bit worried because I've already been in a few interactions that weren't so great. I didn't want things to go poorly for you or for anyone in the town. Uh, again, like a like kind of a kind of a sheepish smile. <laughs> Trust me, my reputation is worse than it deserves to be. I'm sure. She's going to uh, she's going to take out. Uh, this piece of paper from from her pocket. As long as you're here, uh, if I show you some names, do you mind telling me if they ring a bell? Because I gotta tell you, the trails run pretty cold so far. Clara will just nod. So there are going to be several names on this sheet of paper, some of which are crossed off. And the, oh, no. th the three that are not crossed off are Dagon Arkenscape, Braylon Galbuck. Oh, no. And Calden Halick. Oh, no. Oh, no. I have to not be meta. I don't know that she's an assassin. Um, The, the crossed off, I immediately assumed. Um, Errol of Grimness, crossed off. <gasps> Ooh. Oh. It Oh no! Tessia Grimness crossed off. Yeah. <gasps> There's a few. Hey. Uh, oh. What? Oh. How oh. did that happen? Yikes! Oh wow! Okay. 
Oh, I thought she had just lost someone. <laughs> she was... Oh, damn. Well, I think we can safely say we don't know them. Yeah, that's. I'm like, well, at least I don't know any of them. So, wait, do any... I know Clara doesn't, because she wasn't even in Arc 1, but... Mm -hmm. Alarath, Avalan, do these names ring a bell to either of you? Um... I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Um, Or should we roll, like, a history check or something? Uh, I would say, for some of the bigger names, it would be the same as uh, rolling a history check for Onacall, so yeah, please. Oh, that's fair. Nope. Uh, History... Bam! Oh shit! Jesus, nice. Clara knows where they are right now. Yeah, Clara's no, got history this. check. It's history. I know where they've been. <laughs> I can't help this lady. <laughs> uh, the history check definitely. Uh, the name Grimness pops out. That is a. It's a biggin. Uh, historically speaking, specifically because you were just talking about the history of Onacall and mm-hmm. its ties to Brightport and all that. And if you're talking about the houses of Brightport, uh, Tessie Grimness pops right up. Uh, Airlove Grimness would pop up right after that. So you would, I, I'd say with that, that is a, that is a crit. You would know who Tessia, uh, you know, like who Tessie is, who, who Airlove is and what their tie to at least this city would be. Not necessarily why this person would be, uh, you're looking for them. Sounds like she already found them. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the names that aren't crossed off? Uh, the names Dagon would probably ring a bell just because you've been in Onacall now for a while. Uh, the, 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 there is an Arkenscape. Uh, there are, there's an Arkenscape on the council and you've heard stories, uh, the Potojo story about the, uh, the gate being used recently. Mm-hmm. So that would definitely... I wouldn't say that Braylon or uh, Keldon would really ring any bells. Right. I would say, like, Clara would probably, kind of based on the way the list is laid out, like, Mm -hmm. it's not meta for Clara herself to make assumptions, right? No, I wouldn't say so. Okay. So she's going to kind of go through the names really quickly, and then she's going to look over at Elrath and Avalan to see if they are making the same assumptions. Probably not. (laughs) <laughs> Avalon is just looking down this list like, hmm, okay, names. <laughs> All right. And she'll set the list back on the table and pass it over to Glendra. Unfortunately, it looks like the only two names I really recognize have already been found. I do know there's an Arkenscape on the council, but I don't believe that it's a Dagon Arkenscape. Yeah, partway through uh, you telling her that she's going to uh, kind of curl up her mouth and uh, start shaking her head. Yeah, I'm looking for a different one. Mm. I got excited, too. (sighs) And she's going to look down at the list again. This is a bigger pain than I thought it was going to be. Well, we can help ask around if you'd like. Uh, She would uh, she would perk up. Yep. That would be amazing. Thank you. I feel as though I have just about exhausted this city, though. Last I heard, uh, they were traveling as a group and headed here. So either the city's protecting them 
for some reason. And she, the, 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 for some reason, she's going to sort of quickly backpedal, like, for some reason. Or, they headed out of the city well before I got here. Well, I think the city would only protect the Aladrin one. It doesn't sound like those other two names are Aladrin, so more than likely they're not here. And uh, she's going to uh, she's going to pause and think about it for a second, then 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 look at the group as a whole. Is it just you three traveling together? We have two others. And she's going to perk up again. Really? Would you mind if I picked their brain and maybe I could get a lead or two? Evelyn kind of shrugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clara will say, of course, we're staying at the at the temple. You can visit us later tonight. And she is going to open palm, kind of like slam down on the table. Not hard, just like as a celebratory. It's like fantastic. And th- this big toothy grin, like Cheshire cat grin. I'll see you later tonight then. <laughs> And if you hurry, there might be food there for you. (laughs) Evelyn gets up. (laughs) Okay, as they're leaving, they're going to say goodbye and everything and do a little bow, walk out. Once they are out of the bar, Clara's going to immediately go, we are not asking around. Let's go back to the temple. Okay. Is that a thing that would raise suspicion with either Avalan or Elrath? Would it be like, okay, why why the 180? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. But I got the sense, like, I'll tell you when we get to the temple. Right. Okay. So let's say uh, about a half hour passes and uh, Merrick and Ephany are, are I, I'm imagining, like, cooking, like, preparing stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. the rest of the group joins them at the temple. <sighs> Hey, Merrick, I invited an assassin to come and join dinner with us. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make a dangerous friend. Uh, well, I again. was just having a talk. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes the stereotypes are true. What do you guys want from me? <laughs> but no, for real, Clara would probably do that. Like, she would bring everyone into the kitchen to talk that out. Oh. Um, because Merrick needs a heads up. And so does Ephany, I believe. But I think she probably thinks that if Avalan didn't know the names, Ephany won't know the names. Did you want to have a conversation with Merrick before we get to that, though? Because we can, we can do that. Yeah, I can do, yeah. I mean, Ephany would just do yeah. yeah. For the episode, let's do this. You guys go ahead. We're walking home. You guys have a conversation. Yeah. So... I would say about a half hour is going to pass, and Avalan, Clara, and uh, Elrath are on their way back to the temple. Uh, I would say Merrick and Ephany have already returned with a, just a fistful of ingredients, uh, bushels of stuff, and they've probably been cooking for a little bit, so this place is smelling pretty good. You got your your reductions and your and your and your and your other cooking show terminology going and <laughs> let me mention let me there's a lot of pearl onions there's a lot of mm. chopping going on there's okay. carrots there's celery oh, there's mushrooms uh garlic uh all that's got to be so that's uh that's Merrick's going to be just put epony to, to work immediately like start chopping let's do it <laughs> yes sir. so oh, you guys are in I... this kitchen oh go ahead 
I was just going to say, Ethne would um, be helping as much as she could, but she's also kind of, she's watching Merrick a lot because she doesn't know very much about preparing food at all. So she's like really trying to learn at the same time. <laughs> uh, so I'd say you guys have been, you guys have been working in here and uh, just, just, just whipping stuff up, kind of, you know, just prepping stuff for, for quite a bit. I think probably like companionable silence for a while, just sort of concentrating on things and maybe the odd getting yelled at if she's not chopped something up right, possibly. <laughs> no, no, no. Merrick is, is definitely not in that mode. He's more in, a, in like whistling while you work mode. Like, this will be fun. He's not being a boss. In fact, I think it's probably a relief that he's not doing this for any reason other than just to, to help be nice, you know? Right. Anyway, no yeah. worries on that. But yeah, after a little while, she'd probably kind of, while she's still doing, you know, chopping things, mixing things, doing whatever, she'd she'd kind of just pause briefly and just glance at Merrick and just say like, "Hey, Merrick, how how are you doing? Are you are you doing okay?" Uh, Merrick is going to, it, he's not going to catch on yet, so he's going to go, "Yeah, fine, no, totally cool, yeah." Um, yeah, take, take this. Like he's gonna whatever with the, with ingredients or something like that. Right, <laughs> so he's not catching on. Yeah, she'll she'll take it from him and like continue what she's doing, but and pass from it and just say, "I know you're good right now. I know you like doing this kind of thing. I mean, are you okay after Kaluna? That's gotta be rough. I just want to check in that you're doing okay." Merrick's gonna take a few seconds to sort of make sure that everything is is, you know, simmering away um, without having to have any attention on it. So it'll probably take a few seconds, like a like a, a pretty long pause. And then he'll, he'll do a big sigh out, you know. <sighs> and then he'll turn. I imagine he's sort of like wiping his hands on some sort of towel or apron or something. And I'll be honest, I, I haven't, I've kind of not been thinking about it. Yeah, I'm kind of pretending it's not happening. She'll smile a little at that and say, yeah, I I get that. I tend to do the same thing myself, which is, I guess, why I'm a little concerned about you. I just I just wanted to check in. And I just wanted to let you know that and just that I'm here if you want to talk or rant, vent, anything you need, you know? I know we're fairly new friends, but whatever you need, right here. His shoulders are going to sort of uh, soften. And he'll say, uh, I really, really, I really appreciate it. And I also really need it. I'll be honest. I've, uh, I don't know a lot of you very well. And I know I've been keeping it to myself a little bit, and I know I've been probably to, to all of you a little erratic um, for a bit, and I I know that he's kind of just dumping it out now, right? <laughs> um, so it's like somebody like opened the door, and he's like, okay, um, well in that case, uh, he's he's just looking guilty, um, and this is just mostly he's guilty about himself to himself, but he's he's got an ear, so he'll just say I. I don't know. I've I haven't really known 
how to feel comfortable in my own skin for a little while and I don't know the whole this whole scenario right I'm I'm sort of deep into what I'm doing and Kaluna pulls me back out into doing something fun and exciting and and then it just becomes dangerous and then now Kaluna's gone maybe for good and I'm realizing that I I'm aimless I don't really know what I'm doing I don't know what I'm doing here I don't know what I'm doing anywhere and it's kind of a weird feeling and I don't know how to sit with that and he's just gonna sort of be lost in thought for a few seconds and just sort of then just look look back at Ephany and, and nod you know like yeah that, that's it She'll uh, she'll let him get all that off and off his chest and kind of look at him and nod and yeah I I think we're all a little aimless at the moment we're all kind of fumbling along a little bit all trying to find our way kind of trying to make sense of life in general and I hope I really hope that Kaluna isn't gone for good I hope that you two get to see each other again I really do and I know. I know it's not always easy being gameless and fumbling along, but and even though you don't, we don't know each other that well yet, you have us for company, you can rely on us, I promise you that. We can try and make sense of things together. He's gonna have a big smile. It's almost like he's defeated in his confusion, right? His confusion's been sort of knocked out of him for a minute, and he's gonna smile and say, uh, that actually sounds pretty good. I I think I need a friend, and maybe more than one. So maybe this is sad on one side for me, but on the other hand, maybe this is exactly what needed to happen. Not that not that I would ever want to have Kaluna gone gone. But maybe I needed to find out who I am without Kaluna. And without throwing myself in a basement in a kitchen for a couple of years so so thanks no problem anytime and he's gonna start flipping chickens over with whatever tongs he has and he's going to say and you know he's not looking anymore he's actually like looking at the chickens but he's gonna say and honestly the most important thing right now is that those carrots aren't going to cut themselves. <laughs> of course. That sorry, sir. Right back to it, and she'll like give a little salute and grin. <laughs> and he's not even going to look. He's yeah. It, he's not going to look. But in the in the movie, you know that he 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 starts to smile. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Right. <laughs> so I would say that while you guys are cooking, the rest of the group is going to get back to the temple, and. I would imagine there's some sort of exposition dump. Actually, you know what? It'd be funnier. So, Clara did not tell Elrath and Avalan on the way home why she said they're not going to look. But she'll tell them once they're in the kitchen. And I imagine she'd just kind of walk in clearly a little bit frazzled, like shit, shit, shit. And then, cooking's a loud thing, so maybe she'll like clap her hands to kind of get a little bit of attention. And just go, all right, we have yep. a problem. 
Another one? Already? Remember that drow that I went to go look for? And she'll bring her hand up to her head, very much the traditional facepalm. She's an assassin. What? <laughs> Was she really? Okay. How could you tell? She had a list of names and three of them were crossed off. Oh, I just assumed she found them. Elrath's going to gesture to Avalon and be like, yeah, me too. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, oh my that god. Is, that is beautiful. Uh... As Brianna, I fully know we are making a lot of assumptions here, but in-game, Clara's like, fuck. Like, that's character. Separate. <laughs> um, so good. Uh, okay. So, getting this straight, you sought out this person and they're an assassin. I think so. I don't have enough to accuse her of anything. And even if she is an assassin, I mean, that's a perfectly legitimate job opportunity for some people. But... She is going to come to the temple to ask you guys if you've heard of some names. Um, Dagon, Arkenscape, Calden, and Braylon. Uh, yeah, Merrick's gonna... It, he's just not gonna say anything, but he's gonna be... There's gonna be a look of a little bit of a panic in his eyes. Yeah, likewise. Do those sound familiar? Do they uh, sound familiar, I, I would say Ephne being... Uh, kind of a storyteller, history buff, that type of thing. Dagon might. Just mm-hmm. being in town, and and correct me if I'm wrong, I picture Ephany being the sort of character that kind of soaks up local history, that type of thing. Just kind of, Oh, like, definitely. Okay, so that, yeah. that's that's what I've gotten so far. So Dagon, definitely. The other two, probably not. But obviously for Merrick... <laughs> right. Uh, this is a good question. So... Merrick's going to sort of do a quick sweep and I would imagine he would get the impression that nobody else really knew this group as a group other than Dagon, which is sort of a different story. Right. Uh, okay, yep. So after doing a little bit of, of math in his head, he's going to say, uh, nope. Do- doesn't sound familiar to me. Nope. Could you do me a favor, sir? <laughs> Could you roll a bluff check? I suppose I can. <laughs> Wait, where the where's bluff? What do I do? Oh, there is no bluff deception. anymore. It's deception. Sorry. Deception. My bad. Could you roll a deception Decep- check? I don't know words. It's a I don't, fancy. I'm no bluff. thesaurus. Yeah. I. <laughs> I'm no Ethany. Oh. All right. Okay, that was a five. Yes. All right, guys. Who's calling him out? You uh, you want to try that again, Merrick? Um, like, yeah, no. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean the Dagon guy. I mean, you know, Poe mentioned him. We we know about him and the uh, the whole city thing, right? That's hmm. that's all that's all he's saying. Like he's just like, yeah, I mean the Dagon guy, right? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, and that's kind of what I know. I know of him from stories. I'm getting the feeling there might be something more from you, Merrick. Can I write that novel, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, 
I, uh, I met Dagon once, long time ago. Uh, it was on the, it was in the West. Like, like it's been, like, it was like years now. Um, saw him again up north at one point, but other than that, I, I don't have anything to report. He's trying to keep this. He's realizing, the less they know, the right. the better off. So he That's... is trying to. He's trying to deflect this a little bit. Yeah. Could I, I mean, roll an insight check to see if I realize that that's what he's doing? Well, okay, this, the, the, okay, so deception would basically be against your uh, passive insight, and I right. feel like that's, uh, five isn't going to beat anything. Yeah. Um, right, so like, we know he's lying, but can I roll insight to see that he's trying to protect us? The reason for his lying. I'd say mm. yes. It'd have to be, like, fairly high, just because right. it's, that's a lot to pick out, but yeah. Yeah. Let's see. This probably won't work. Let's go. Eight. <laughs> yeah, that's... I, I think that definitely... When this started, I think him telling... It's like, what? No, I haven't heard of him. You're suspicious. <laughs> like, it's it's very... <laughs> yeah. like, very... <laughs> what? You know him. I don't know him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're friends of yours. I don't... They're not... I don't... I... I, 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 I he just starts spontaneously sweating like it's, it's, it's only heard a few of Raylan's songs what do you mean <laughs> I barely know the guy uh, but yeah I, I think that's how it started but then he starts to uh, he starts to explain it a bit and you're like okay like you, you're probably getting the feeling that it's that there might be a little bit more to it but it does explain some of the initial nervousness or or yeah FNA do you want to continue questioning <laughs> I bet you could break him. <laughs> to be a dick or not to be a dick? Um... Shine, shine the lamp right in his face. <laughs> Tell him we have evidence and his friend's ratting him out in the other room right now. Um, I think I think she'd have been looking at him this whole time. I don't think she believes that that's it. I think she thinks there's more, but she doesn't want to keep forcing the issue. She doesn't want to, well, she kind of does, but she doesn't want to like upset him or anything so I think she'll let it drop oh no he's stressed <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 next uh, you, you know that nice scene we just had please don't ruin it <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be a knock at the uh, at the kitchen door the, the, the prepping area and a head is going to poke in uh, and it's that drow that drow lady, Glendra. Oh, lovely. <laughs> and uh, she's she's going to uh, kind of peer in, and then seeing uh, seeing uh, Clara and Ellareth and Avalan. Oh, there you are. I hope I'm not interrupting. I I asked where you might be, and they told me the kitchen. <laughs> oh, I wonder. I wonder what she heard already. Fuck. Oh no. <laughs> I wonder if that's what that nineteen is for. We'll find out. Uh, Clara will do a little like half wave and go. These are the other two members of the party that I was telling you about. And she will very, uh, very forwardly, very chipperly reach a reach a hand out to Effany and then Merrick. Very pleased to meet you. Big smile. Yep, Merrick will wipe his hand on his apron uh, as best as he can and like, pleasure. Yeah, Effany will do the same. She would uh, pull her hand back and... Uh, hmm. Onions. Uh, Merrick's going to have whatever big spoon he's using to, to stir stuff. Um, he's going to 
get a little bit on the tip of it, and he's going to sort of blow. And he's going to say, taste this, taste this. And he's going to sort of push it, not not rudely, but, but right. like, here, here, no, 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 go ahead, taste this. And she'll, she'll taste it, and, uh, hmm. I have never been a fan of carrots. <gasps> but that's not bad. Hmm. Merrick's going to look at Ephany and say, still got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. She is going to, uh, she's going to lean up against one of these counters. I don't want to waste your time. You, you all seem to be very busy people. And to be honest, I've got a lot of other people to talk to. So she's going to take up this paper here and unfold it and place it on the counter. Do any of these names look familiar to you? I'm sort of uh, sort of on the hunt for <laughs> a few of them. Uh, we we found we found the ones that are crossed off. We know right where they are. But if you could help me uh, with any information with the remaining ones, that'd be great. Uh, Merrick's gonna look at Ephany to like he's he's trying to avoid it as much as possible. So he's gonna be like, yeah, check it out, and he's gonna turn and continue to cook, like. Uh, not in a suspiciously weird way, but just sort of like, yeah, check it out. I mean, I gotta, I gotta keep going here. Right. You don't want anything Ethne. to stick. Yeah. Ethne will pause for a minute and look at Merrick, like, "Are you leaving me with this?" Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, uh, she'll glance at the piece of paper and the names, and probably take longer than necessary glancing at the piece of paper. Um, but then after a while, glance at this lady and. Just say, there's, there's one name on there that's familiar, but from storybooks, just from tales that I know. Sorry, I i don't know any of these people. Well, that is a shame. What about you? And she's going to look to Merrick. Oh, yeah. Uh, hang on a second. He's going to stir, stir, turn, turn, uh, dump something <laughs> in, you know, dump some mushrooms in or something like that. And then what he's going to, to... <laughs> <laughs> And he's gonna he's gonna you know wipe his hands on a towel and, and throw it down on the table thing and he's gonna sort of like look over it almost like he has glasses and he's gotta like do the like the, the down his nose like oh okay hang on let me I'm 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 uh, I'm far sighted you know like that kind of thing like like he can't <laughs> quite read it and he's gonna go huh she is yeah. looking at you the entire time, like, not breaking her gaze. Like, it's friendly, but it's very much like, I got time. Yeah. He's going to go, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's going to tap on it. He's going to go, the, uh... This is the Eladrin guy, right? The guy the, the, the guy who helped make this place, the whole city thing. Right? Right? He's going to look around at the group like he's, like... I got right. that right, right? Right, he, he's the guy I've read tales about. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know his name. I mean, I don't know where he is, but I I recognize that. Is that what you're saying? Um, her smile's going to get a little bigger and she's going to lean in. That, that's right, yeah. I've actually been, uh... These three, and she's, she's going she's gonna to point them out. I've, um... <laughs> I've been looking for quite some time, uh, and it is getting frustrating. Uh, I, I can't tell you. Um, 
town after town. They they just uh, they seem to be one step ahead. Hmm. So you have no idea where they could possibly be because <laughs> you're one of the first people who um, who who actually might uh, might know this person. I, I most people have no idea who I'm talking about. Oh no, I mean I know his name, right? Because that's the whole city of the Eladrin thing, but I I mean I don't <laughs> I don't know I don't know any of these names. Um Oh you haven't met him. You know, I, I was saying to the these these guys just a little while ago that I think I actually met him way back it's been years, but like met him way back over like overwatch time you know like somewhere over in that direction um good looking guy i remember that but i I don't i don't know him (laughs) you know hmm do you mind if i ask what what you were doing the 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 time you cross paths uh it might help me to to figure out motivations that type of thing oh you know it's been a long time um I, I just remember that there were, that, you know, I was in a group, uh, we were on that side of the world, you know, and kind of doing our thing. And I remember that, yeah, now I remember he was with people and that I, so it's sort of like we crossed paths at some point, but it was just like one of those things where you sort of like meet on the street or meet in a pub. And I don't even remember where it was, but I remember, like I said, I remember a good looking dude, you know, like, and that, that struck me because there's not a whole lot of Eladrin and, uh, around i mean you know now there is of course but at the time it was pretty uh pretty rare right it, <laughs> you know that's why i thought this was going to be fairly easy because i mean one lone aladrid should stick out right but i swear to you town after town they uh they have so little information on this guy so you didn't happened to travel together this was just a paths crossing thing yeah i mean i can't even say if i i i think i shook his hand maybe you know but that's about it for that could you do me a favor and roll a bluff check for that that's a pretty high seven <laughs> it's out of ten right <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna stare at uh, at Merrick for a while. Right. Okay. Well, um, again, I I don't want to take up too much of your time. Do you mind if I tell you why I'm looking for these people? It might help you. It might help jog something. Uh, I've honestly feel free, but I gotta get back to cooking because I've got a I've got a lot of things that are about to burn here. So, you know, if you guys want to keep talking, that's fantastic. But if you don't mind, I'm gonna to uh, to say uh, say farewell for the moment. Oh, of course. Again, <laughs> I appreciate all of your help. It's uh, it's a lot friendlier than what I've encountered so far in the city. I'm just gonna tell the group while I'm here. I'm working for a woman 
in Brightport and um, the, this this group took a job from her uh, and they uh, they they had reached an agreement to deliver a very rare weapon uh, we're talking once in a lifetime stuff here and this was on an intercontinental voyage and <laughs> darndest thing not only did they not deliver the weapon like they said they were going to they butchered her associates that were that were on the ship with them and then supposedly took the weapon and ran it's um it's a huge problem as you can imagine my employer is pretty peeved <laughs> so yeah um sent me out looking for him and again we found we we found a few of them but uh these last few have avoided me thus far it is it's a problem uh, Clara's gonna speak up really cause um that one name Tessia right mm-hmm. isn't she just the leader of one of the Brightport houses that she is um we had it on good authority that this group was working with her and probably set the entire thing in motion probably outbid my employer and had the group betray her it's uh it's a real shame but it happens all the time in Brightport and it's what keeps people like me in business people need to be found all the time so you just find people she is going to uh, she's going to look deadpan at Elrath that's my job okay Go for it. <laughs> totally telling the truth, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a six. There is a there is a calmness, a coolness uh, to this person that that the way they're presenting it, it's so flatly. It's like yeah, just 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 found them. Brianna wants to believe this is a misunderstanding, <laughs> <laughs> but Clara knows she's made a dangerous friend who probably was listening to our conversation before she came in. <laughs> she's gonna take the paper back. And uh, she's going to uh, push it back toward Clara and Elrath and Avalan. And she's going to start pointing at names. And she's going to she's going to point to Erelov and Tessia. Those two were the easiest. Right there in Brightport. Oh. Down uh, the street. They must have been easy to find and talk to then. <laughs> it's understandable <laughs> and and she's going to she's going to brighten up like it's like oh exceptionally easy they they were in hiding and we thought they may have skipped town but nope right there in the city and then she's going to uh, she's going to point down the uh, she's going to point down the list to a uh, Gratic the Wanted <gasps> that one <laughs> that one's a little more tricky. We think he's in the city, but very uncharacteristically laying low, if so. But it's only a matter of time. Can I ruin the mood for just a second? Mm-hmm. Oh man, if only she were subscribed to us over on Patreon and her latest <laughs> safe haven society. 
Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I hate myself. You. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all the ones crossed off. We found them. Know where they are. Uh, can I? So, just for color in this scene, mm-hmm. bas- basically, Merrick keeps hearing a lot of things he knows and right. a lot of names. <laughs> And he is trying his damnedest. He's like super concentrated cooking now. Like he's like uh-huh. the 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 more he hears these names, the more he's just like <laughs> cooking chicken, cooking with lots of wine. <laughs> <laughs> right. So he's like stealing himself um, to basically not have a reaction of any sort. Just one. Right. He's not just like yeah, whatever. Well. <sighs> Let's let's talk about something else while you're doing that because that that does remind me of a thing. I uh, rolled a d4 earlier. Mm-hmm. Now, if everyone out there remembers Merrick's lycanthropy, there's a mechanic we have in place. Think of think of um, Merrick wolfing out as 20 hit points, right? So right now, take four of those away. You're down to 16. Mm-hmm. Could you do me a favor and roll another d4 for me? Because this is a oh, high yeah. pressure situation. Yeah, that's kind of why I brought it up. I don't want to make this happen, but it kind of wouldn't be right otherwise. Okay, that's a one. Okay, so take five away, you got 15 left. So at zero, you wolf out, you can't control it. But Mm -hmm. I'd say right about now, there's like a little, like little beads of sweat, maybe just kind of like, oh shit, Uh, just, just, this is a, this is a pretty high pressure situation. Yeah. I would say after a little bit, Glendra is kind of kind of get the hint that you're you're maybe this is she's just mining an empty vein here just just this isn't uh this isn't happening well i will let you good people go for the evening uh if you do have any information i'll be in town for another couple of days um but probably gonna be moving on after that and uh, probably leave that hanging in the air just to just to just to see if anybody just like you sure nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Merrick is as far as Merrick concerned, she's already gone. She's right. still cooking. Uh, Clara will kind of because she's the one who caused this. She'll just go. Well, like I said, we are leaving tomorrow, but we'll ask around for you, and if we get any information that you weren't able to get, you know, we'll send it your way. Very much appreciated. Thank you. And uh, she's going to uh, she's going to look over to Merrick. Good luck with your meal. Hey, thanks. Uh, would you like something to go? It's almost done. We're almost done here. So if you'd like to take something with you, I'd be very happy for you to have something. Taylor <laughs> <laughs> with kindness. Helen nods because he uh, promised there would be food. Right. <laughs> you showed up too early. What are you doing? <laughs> I think I'm fine, but uh, yeah, I might I might pop back in uh, within the next couple of days just to just to follow up. But yeah, no. Um, you guys enjoy your meal, and mm. she would take her leave of the group. See ya. <gasps> Clara's just gonna like lean back against the wall and then slowly slide down, elbows on knees, hands around head, just ugh. Like a long breath out. <laughs> Merrick's still stirring, 
Uh, his back is to everybody else. And he's going to say, I like your friend. <laughs> uh, Clara will say, Elrath. What? What? Never let me do anything again. No. <laughs> you talk better than me. You're going to have to do something. <sighs> but she'll put like an arm around her. Like, they're there. Oh, we're almost level now. Cause I just That's up. true. I can look her in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> oh. Well, that was the tensest scene. I seriously felt like I was sitting at the table with a really waspy family. Like, <laughs> <laughs> everyone was talking, but no one was saying what they're actually saying, mm, but like so in a really s- obvious way. So I'm Southern. I can do this all day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I would say that uh, this, this meal is going to uh, probably go over like gangbusters, man. Like, they don't, again, they don't feast here too often, so they would be... It, extremely thankful uh of you preparing some stuff and uh kind of kind of catering for them do you guys want to skip ahead to uh, to the journey or uh is there anything you guys would like to talk about first i wanted to just quickly throw in um that while while we're having this meal ethne would want to just like subtly just speak to some of the people that work at the temple just just like just chat to them a little bit like how long have you lived here how long have you been at the temple like just that kind of thing just she's kind of like gathering information just kind of trying to do it subtly just while while this is happening gotcha nice and one last thing she would also want to um she wants to put a donation into the box at the temple she's been feeling bad that she hadn't done it before but couldn't really afford it so she's gonna do it now oh how much if i may ask um she's gonna put She's actually going to put the 50 gold in. Holy oh, mackerel. Shite. Fuck. Merrick, take, Merrick puts his hand in and takes some of that back out. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, dare you? Put that back at once. Um, he does not do that, for the record. Okay. If we're going to like cut ahead to the like journey, like leaving, I think at some point Elrath would want to talk to the... Oh, the head cleric lady... Basis. 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 I was going to say, whose name escapes me at the moment? Because <laughs> I'm a good player. And just, you know, give her a hug and um, probably try to give her a heads up about Glendra in case she comes back. Because I think she said she would uh, be checking back in in a few days. So just be like, hey, that lady was probably an assassin. Um, sorry. <laughs> hey, we invited an assassin into your home. It's kind of like a vampire. Anyway, peace out. <laughs> we'll be leaving tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> you know, and just, you know, thank her again for everything she did. And She doesn't look that worried. I, I, I wouldn't say that it's... That, okay. that it's Yeah, it's not something that she's like, well, I don't, I'm sure they don't wish violence on any of us. Everything's going to be fine. Thank you. And, and, and yeah. Big ol' hug. <laughs> oh, look at all that gold. That, um, that was uh, so remember, fun. Yeah, just to, just to clarify, you guys received 100 each. 
Mm-hmm. And then 50 each because it's 250 to right. take the... Yeah, so everything's everything should be good now. Cool. I watched the number go up and I was like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> That's satisfying as shit. Can't you? <laughs> so those gifts you watch for a while just because they're... Damn. <laughs> Anybody hmm. else want to do anything before leaving? Kind of. Uh... uh... <laughs> Is there? This is the this is the post dinner, you know, uh, post dinner drink around a fireplace somewhere type thing. If there's any way that that Merrick could kind of grab the whole group, I don't um, see where that would be hard. Well, I just making sure that everybody was, you know, unless everybody was like a, going to sleep or some shit. But he's um, he's gonna like kind of begrudgingly be like, okay. Um, Hey everybody! I need to I need to get everybody here for a second. Um. Okay, so we're gonna be leaving tomorrow. We're gonna be heading out with Poe. We're gonna be making our way up to Brightport. Uh Beyond that, um, I feel like. If we're going to have some new beginnings here, uh, and he's going to look at Ephany because of their conversation earlier, I feel like there's some things that I need to make sure you're aware of. This is uh, this isn't easy, and this isn't going to be nice. But I, and I understand whatever your reactions are, and he's going to take out the envelope that Poe gave. And he's going to sort of throw it down on whatever sort of coffee table type thing is around. And just basically just he's just daring somebody to open it. Ethany will look at him and then reach forward and open it up. And read it. Um, I would imagine maybe Ethany would... I don't know if you're going to read it out loud to everybody or anything, but... She probably wouldn't. She'd probably just read it to herself and then look up, sort of inquiringly, that mm-hmm. Merrick, Merrick. She wouldn't fully understand what it meant, so she'd just be looking, waiting. Yeah. Well. So this is what Poe gave earlier, right? And I don't want this to be a th- Thing that I hide from friends and right now you're my friends you are my only friends and that means something he's going to take that piece of paper back from Ephany and say this is a, this is a little quest that Poe's showing off to us um, showing off to me in particular there's, a, there's somebody studies um, disease and curses uh, up at Umanyiro. And I don't want to make this more dramatic than it's supposed to be, but I don't feel like this is something that I can hide. I've tried to do that before. But I do kind of have a little bit of something. And I should let you all know that when I get really, really stressed, that I can kind of become pretty violent. And some of you knew that because of me being 
who I was in the restaurant. And I'm sure you could say violent is one thing when you're yelling, but I'm talking about having a little bit of uh, a problem. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make this longer than it is. Fuck it. I, for the longest time, have been a little bit kind of a werewolf of in a way. And he's just going to sit back. Clara's eyes are going to like bug out. Um, and she's going to look from Merrick to the note back to Merrick because she doesn't know what's on the note because Ephany read that. Kind of a werewolf? Uh, it's the kind of thing that just think of it as a bad temper that comes out every once in a while. But the good news is that I've got it completely under control. Like there's not an issue at all. And you could ask Kaluna, if Kaluna were here, you'd, you'd know that this is not a problem. This is a something that I'm, I've, I've got completely managed. I have my ways. Could, can we ask how you're managing it? How are you keeping it under control? Well, I, I cook. I cook. It's it's meditative. It uh oh. it right, and um, I meditate. I actually meditate. There's some stuff that I take now and again. It's like yeah, a little bit of a medicine that kind of just keeps everything calm. But the truth is, is that it's it's not even a thing. I, I say this. I'm I I. It's not a drama. It's not like, and that's why I'm just I'm just coming out with it, right? I, I don't want this to be a thing. It's just you know I gotta, I just gotta keep my cool, right? And. Yeah. It's not going to be an issue. And uh, that's all. I just want to make sure that it's not a thing. You know, it's I don't want anybody to like find out about it and then feel like I was keeping a secret. It's just more like something that just never came up. Right. But, you know, kind of feel like we should uh, we should all be honest with each other. Right. Evelyn is actually crossing his arms and squinting his eyes for some reason. He doesn't quite believe you. You just can't. You just can't believe it. Like you can't believe. Don't, don't test. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> you just you can't see it in Merrick for some reason. If there's like a prolonged silence for a little bit, Clara's gonna gather herself. I'm really glad you told us. Merrick's like, whew, like a big sigh. <laughs> like, oh thank God. What we need to do is figure out how we're going to travel. And what will happen if we're ever attacked? And she's going to kind of look at Merrick like, have you thought about that at all? Um, well, I I know that, look, it, it hasn't been a thing for a long, long time. I, I know it's there because I can feel it, right? There was a time whenever it wasn't there, and that's a longer story, but I could feel that it wasn't there. I know it's there now. But honestly, it just feels natural. It feels normal to me. It's all okay. And it's not going to be the kind of thing that, that pops up. You're, nobody here's in danger. It's not like that. It's just, you know, if if something really bad happened or if I got super, super stressed, I just want everybody to know to get a run, basically. Or if... If you know it's going to happen, point me in a certain direction and then go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I feel like that was like the awkward chuckle actually did go through the room. Yeah. Like in those high stress situations where it's like mm-hmm. any joke will make everyone in the room laugh. I think the irony here would be that Merrick is so stressed about telling uh, them about being a werewolf that he like wolfs out. No. <laughs> oh no. It's not that bad. I wanted to wait, but uh, could you roll one more d4 for me, please? Sure, sure. No, it's not a problem. It's no problem. He's cool. It's fine. It's fine. He's cool. It'd be really hard to roll a 15 on a d4. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, <laughs> fine. That's all. Another. That's two. That's all. Just, just don't let me interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> nope, that's it. That's it. Um. So, like, when you are a wolf, do you know, like, who's your friend and who's not? Um, in the movie, Merrick looks up like he's lost in thought, and then it clips back to, like, Kaluna and Merrick in the hallway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then it comes back to him, and he goes, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> but okay. it's... Sorry, Jack. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's going to... Pretty much. But honestly, it's not the kind of thing we can guarantee. So... There's a part of me that feels like this needs to go away, of course. There's also a part of me that feels like this is who I am, but I know that that makes everybody around me not 100% safe at any given time. So, I don't know. That's kind of it. I don't understand, Merrick. We were all trapped together under a wagon for hours, and you were fine. Is this really an ailment you have? That's where the meditation comes in handy. That's where letting everything go comes in handy. But after a while, it chips away. After a while, it gets closer. After a while, it's right underneath the surface. And then after that, boom. From now on, will you at least tell us when you feel something coming to the surface? Oh, yeah. And that's why I'm telling you now. It's something that you need to be aware of. And honestly, if you don't want to have anything else to do with me, I completely understand. Are there things that we could do to help? Could we help you with this? He's going to turn to Ephany and and look eager, and he's going to say, "Keep me grounded." Okay. This is what this is what they used to do for me, and he's speaking of Kaluna. Keep me here. Keep me present, and remind me that I'm not that thing. So, if if um. If we do what's on that paper, does that mean that you're going to get better? Is that even how you think about it? Like getting better like I got better? Uh, Yeah, I guess. I mean, this is a long shot. And I know Poe's a sweetheart, you know? And even if there's a 1% chance, I know he's trying to help. I I would love to be just who I am, 
but I'm going to be honest, and he's going to look back at Ephany. I don't know who I am right now. But I know that that's not going to define me anymore. So I'm not in a rush. I'm not looking for this to be what we do. This isn't our thing. But at some point, maybe maybe I could get your help. And he's going to just be looking at everybody. Definitely. If it's uh, oh, something uh, you want to look into, if it's something you want to look into, you have my support. Okay. Uh, thank you. Um, all it takes is one person to tell me that you want me to stay away, and I'll stay away. Well, if we can make it through a sandstorm in the desert, <laughs> I think we'll be okay. <laughs> Clara will stand up and... Um, Pat Merrick very lightly on the back. We'll just be careful. Oh, he's gonna his body is going to crumble a little bit just from the touch. Not not out of you know, not not because I mean hurt or was bad, but just more like he just he's letting the tension all out. I think he was probably most worried about Clara um saying, Well, no, this is not okay. I'm like, no, forget it. No offense, but no. Um <laughs> and I think he just he's gonna probably it's going to just release all of his, of his tension for that to happen. And he's just going to, he's, I don't know that he's going to sob, but he's probably going to like put his hand, um, his hands on his face and just be like, oh, thank you. Thank you, everybody. That's not easy. Oh, oh uh, and I want everybody to know about this. Uh, one more thing. And he's going to pull out um, a silver dagger. And he's going to turn it around so that he's holding the blade. And he's going to to say, he's going to sort of be shaking it a little bit, like, you know, looking at it longingly. And he's going to say, you know, Kaluna held this for a really long time in case, well, you know, something happened. And I trusted them to do what they needed to do. And he's going to look up at Avalan and he's going to reach out and he's going to to hold out the 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 dagger and say, I I need someone like you. Avalan, he takes the knife and he looks Merrick dead in his eyes and he says you can trust me, Merrick. I'll always do what I have to do. Uh, Merrick's just gonna look straight in his eyes and just nod. And and he's his look is sort of like just for real, dude. Like he's not happy about it. He's just like, yeah, no, do it. Evelyn nods solemnly. <sighs> okay. Um, it's weird to feel like I've had a a lot of holes to fill and I finally feel like I don't think there's anything else that you don't you don't know about me um, that's kind of that's kind of who I am so I just want you to know that I've got your backs and I'll do anything there is for my friends I'll do anything for you too you know that thanks oh um, and if we ever go to Ubiniro, I have an ex-girlfriend, so just please. <gasps> be cool. 
what? Just please be cool. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think that's tell, it. I'll do share. No, 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 that's it. That's uh, oh, everything there is to know about me. We've got to get packed for tomorrow. <laughs> and so of he's going to stand up like, well. <laughs> oh, oh, you can't, you can't just leave on that. Yes, Where are you going? Her hands and go, guys, guys, don't stress him out. <laughs> Man, I'm glad I didn't make a serious mistake during cooking. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I feel like that's a pretty good time for us to stop for the day. Ah, uh, so, that was so ne- good. Yeah, the next time we pick things up, you guys are going to be hitting the road, and uh, I guess it gives you a little time to talk about exactly what your destination is. Mm-hmm. That was Ooh. lovely. That was I hope fun. that was okay. Yeah. Sorry for inviting <laughs> an assassin for dinner. I didn't mean yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that episode of Dungeons and Randomness, and if you want to give us a financial token of your appreciation, we can supply you guys with some bonus content over on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. Over there, you'll be able to hook up with our Discord server, which is a fun, active place with users from all over the world who love Dungeons and & Dragons and DNR as much as you do. Beyond that, there are also bonus behind-the-scenes clips, character chats with players, and even a chance to play creatures from Theria on your own table with the beastery. Speaking of character chats, Jason sat down with Jane from the episode you just listened to, and here's a clip of their chat. Sometimes, on our show, uh, I've had people come to me and it's like, I want to play this, but I don't want to be compared to X. So, uh, you know, I want to play a paladin, but I don't want to be compared to Una. They feel like that class has been so synonymous with that character that they kind of feel like they can't do that in a different way. Did you did you feel that like you were going to be compared to Duncan or or Braylon? Yeah, um I I don't know if I ever I don't think I've ever mentioned it, but yeah, it, it worried me a lot that I was going to be compared to cuz I love Duncan, I love Braylon. They're both excellent characters. So yeah, there was a, a huge worry of that and I kind of beat myself up about it a bit <clears throat> early days because the 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 nerves were were bigger a bigger thing for me than I thought they were going to be. So it kind of it has definitely taken me quite a while to get into doing things, into DNR, into improv, into reacting. And hmm. um, a lot of the like early days, I'd kind of beat myself up a lot. I'm not being bardic enough. I'm not being like a bard at all. This, oh, this is terrible. And um, but then kind of I know I chatted with you guys, and I know I chatted with uh, Bree at one point, and. So Ethne kind of went down kind of a bit of a different path, a bit more kind of like the bookish type bad. And kind of eventually I kind of thought, yeah, not not all bards are the same. Not not every character has to play the same. I'm right. playing it this way for now because this is, this is what I can do right now. So I eventually kind of became comfortable with that. And, you know, like this bard is this way, but my bard is this way. And that's how it's going to be. And kind of became comfortable with that in the end. that interests you or you would like to toss some spare change at us to help keep the lights on here at dnr head on over to our patreon page at patreon.com slash d a n d r and we'll meet you there see you lovely folks next week